Nehemiah and his friends were celebrating. You can just shout it out if you know the answer. Celebrating finishing the building of the what? Wall. Very good. They finally finished it. And the wall that their enemies bullied them about, the wall that their enemies teased them and said, if a little fox jumps up on that wall, that wall will fall apart. Do you remember that? That wall, two whole choirs all the way around the wall, hundreds of people, and it held just fine. Woo! All right, so as they finished celebrating the building of the wall, there was so much singing. I hope you heard when Miss Abena read this morning. There was so much singing that people could hear if I'm far away. So I want you to raise your hand if you've ever heard music that somebody was playing at a party far away. Sometimes it's like too late at night or something, but you can hear it from far away when someone's having a loud party with lots of music, right? That's what was happening in Nehemiah. Lots of music, singing, instruments, partying, rejoicing. People could hear it from far away. But this was the second party in Nehemiah's story, wasn't it? Do you remember the first one? The first celebration was after the people heard God's instructions read. Remember God's instructions? Red, not upside down, um, for the first time in a long time. And do you remember how they were so sad? And they were like, oh, if only we'd had these instructions and paid attention to them for all these decades, we wouldn't have made such a mess of our project. And the priest said to them, hey, don't cry. Don't weep. Go party. Go have wonderful food and sweet wine. Do you remember this, guys? They were like, cheer up because you've understood God's instructions. And then we'll come back tomorrow and learn them and start following them. So that was the first party. At the first party, there was a lot of special food. And this morning, at the second party, there's a lot of special music. And both parties, we know, in the book of Nehemiah, we're told, were filled with what the Hebrew calls simcha, which is gladness, joy, and partying and celebration. Simcha, partying joy, okay? So I want to think about these two parties this morning because they actually remind us of something important about celebrating God, okay? From Nehemiah's two parties, we learn about two things that we can do with our bodies to help our hearts celebrate God. Will you do those motions with me while I say that again? We learn two things that we can do with our bodies to help our hearts celebrate God. Feasting and singing, or let's remember it better this way, meals and music. Can you say that with me? Meals and music, right. We see them in my story, and we see them all over the Bible, including in Jesus's life. He's always sharing meals with people. There's so many meal stories about Jesus. And even on the night that he died, he made some time first to sing psalms with his friends, right? Special meals. And special music help us to celebrate what God has done for us. And our hearts really need help. I wonder if you've ever had this experience on a Sunday morning where your heart is a little bit like a sulky two-year-old in the corner. I don't want to cheer up. I don't want to say sorry. I don't want to say thank you. Sometimes our hearts are like stubborn little two-year-olds or even just sleepy ones or sad ones, right? And the music help get our hearts out of the corner into the place of celebrating God, right? Why meals? Meals taste delicious, and they're shared with other people, so they remind us. They taste so good, they remind us that God is good and generous, and he shares his life with us like we're sharing a meal. And music, why music? Well, it's so beautiful, and it's full of life, and it's larger than life, and it reminds us that God is so beautiful, 
and he's full of life and he's larger than life. Meals and music help our hearts. Let's say it together again. Two things we do with our bodies to help our hearts celebrate God. So have you noticed that every time we come together on Sunday morning, we share meals and music? right? That's why, right? We share communion, which is the family meal of Jesus. And we also share special treats outside. Bad that some of you sometimes at least get to have lunch with some of your friends after church. That's also important, sharing meals. It helps our hearts celebrate God. And music, right? Of course, when we're here together, we like to sing lots and lots of music. So raise your hand, kids, if you've ever remembered a song from church and found yourself singing it at home, in the car, or at the park, or something like that. Okay, kids, raise your hand if you're in this children's choir that's practicing to help us worship in December. Yay! Raise your hands if you've ever learned an instrument. How many of you can play an instrument? Yeah. Psalm 150 also talks about dance. Raise your hand if you ever take a, took a dance class or you've danced. Yeah, so many of you kids are learning things that will help you to celebrate God. But there's one more thing I want to say. Did you know that in our country, sharing meals and sharing music is so unusual that it's actually one of the ways that we can live differently than the world around us so that people can know what God is like. Do you remember Miss Dana was talking about that last week? Different is great. Sometimes when we follow Jesus, we live differently. And that's true about meals and music too. It's one way of living like Jesus so other people can know what God is like. So this week, I'm in the middle of reading a book by a woman named Rosaria Butterfield. Her book is called The Gospel Comes with a House Key. And here's what caught my attention, kids. When she was really far from Jesus, she didn't know him, she didn't like him, she didn't want him. She had some Christian friends who invited her over every Sunday night to share a meal and sing some music. They invited her and lots of their friends, and they shared a meal, and they sang some psalms. And as Rosaria came Sunday night after Sunday night, she looked around and said, there is something different about these people. There's something really, who does this anymore? And it made her want to know more about Jesus. She ended up trusting him and following him because her Christian friend said, come share some meals and music with us. So let's do it together. Meals and music, two things we do with our bodies to help our hearts celebrate God. And they're also two things, two different holy things that help other people's hearts to see God. And that's why we want to share them together. So let's pray.